Welcome, everybody, to the Theology High Podcast. Thank you for joining me today on this, well, this is Saturday for me, which is the 5th, July 5th of 2020, and it is still a horrible year to live in here. I do want to talk about the uh, moon landing, but before we do that, I kind of want to go into scripture and read uh, a certain part of Genesis chapter 11. Genesis 11 verses 1 through 4. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from, from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, which is, I believe, also in the land of uh, Babylon. And they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, Come and let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone, and they had asphalt for mortar. And they said, Come and let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. So what happens is, uh, they make this tower, and uh, God sees it, and you know it's it's getting pretty you know pretty high, and so uh, what happens is that God changes their their language, and so they want to be able to communicate and to keep growing this tower. So why do I bring this up? Well, the reason why I bring this up is because if God at that time didn't want these people to build a tower towards heaven, why would God allow spaceships to the moon or to space? It just doesn't make any sense. So that's kind of why, why I don't believe, well, one of the reasons why I don't believe that the moon landing is real because the Bible, uh, obviously, I, I believe is truth and it speaks truth. And if it says that it's not going to allow certain things, then it's not going to allow certain things. So why would this be any different? Now, we're going to see why moon landing has this huge conspiracy theory labeled on. There's a, a lot of things that have been talked about and a lot of things that have been said about these things. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to miss a couple of them. Hopefully, I try to you know hit most of them. The moon landing conspiracy theory. What happened at that time? Well, at that time, it was called the uh, space race, and it was against uh, the United States and the Soviet uh, Union. And, you know, it can be traced all the way down uh, and ongoing from even the Cold War for them to see who was going to make it to to space first. And so, yeah, so that was one of the things, uh, the, the space war. And on another another thing was NASA funding and prestige. Now, just think about this. How much money does NASA make a year? The last time I checked, it was about a couple of trillion dollars. And so how crazy would this be that they have been paying these people to keep their mouth shut for a certain amount of money every year? And I mean, they have money. They have the funds because NASA gets part of our taxes and supposedly they get taxes you know they get taxes because they're you know creating new technology that's one of the theories 
that they could be be used to pay off many people, which, you know, did the whole conspiracy of like, because we, you know, we believe that they didn't really go to the moon, that this was staged. And there's a, there's also another bunch of theories of where it could have been like area 51 and stuff like that. If there was a lot of people there, I mean, let's say there was someone for the sound, someone for light, someone for communicating for the wires and, uh, the lights, the background, uh, I mean that that's a that's a you know producers and and who I mean and we know that the uh, the president from uh, I believe what what was it Mickey Mouse uh, Disney Disney uh, he was there so why would all these people need to be there you know and obviously you know that's a pretty good chunk chunk of money if you're getting paid tax taxpayer money each year and that's enough money to pay these people off that's one of the the reasons why. Uh, you know, those things, some of the conspiracies are that they paid are, are, I mean, maybe they're still getting paid, you know, I mean, they're still making money unless they're just, they're like, all right, you know what? We're just going to take this guy, you know, take care of this guy and just, because that's what happened too. There were some people that were doing, uh, they were at the, uh, training for their, you know, spaceship. And one of them, I forgot his name, but one of them was uh, killed inside, uh, the, uh, the exercise because it seemed that he was going to leak something out. And, you know, obviously even till now, people don't know what actually happened and why he was dead. And there's also another, a number of cons conspiracies that we're going to go through. So for example, some photos, the crosshairs, you know, the X appears to be behind objects. The camera, the cameras were fitted with a clear glass plate, with the reticle hetched on, making it impossible for any photographed object to appear in front of the grid. By this is, well, how can a, an X be behind an object? That doesn't make any sense. But people will say, you know, this effect only appears on copied and scanned photos. Really? But it's not on the originals. Well, first of all, how do we know that those are the originals? You know, and they say, oh, it's caused by overexposure from uh, the bright white areas of emotion uh, bled over the thin black uh, crosshairs. Really? Not not all the stars are, you know, exposure of, of white. I mean, I don't know, man. And then, you know, the crosshairs are sometimes rotated or in the wrong places, you know, they just, they're, they're mismatched. They, they really don't make any sense. Uh, the quality of the photographs is implausibly, implausible high. You know, there's, which really bugged me. There are no stars in any of the photos. None. The Apollo 11 star, uh, astronauts also stated in post-mission press conference that they did not remember seeing any stars during EVA. And it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, if you're if you're up in in the moon, wouldn't it make sense that you would see stars? What would be the difference between here on Earth and the moon? All, all of a sudden, when you go to the moon, the stars disappear. How does that make sense? We can't see the stars in any of the pictures. They're all, they're all pitch black. Well, their excuse is, well, there's so much light. You know, from the sun and from the moon itself that it hides the the stars 
how convenient. If that was the case, let's say that was the case, then why couldn't they uh, calibrate their their cameras so they were able to see the stars? Conspiracies contend that NASA chose not to put the stars into the photo because astronomers would have been able to use them to determine where the photos were, were taken from Earth or the moon by means of identifying them on comparing their celestial position in parallax to what would be expected for either observation site. If we found out that these pictures had stars and they were taken on the moon, then by those stars, we would be able to see, okay, they were at this at this spot because we would be able to calculate the stars and calculate the moon and say, okay, they were right here. But they don't because there's no stars on their uh, pictures. And it's not even in the pictures. I mean, even if you see like uh, the uh, a picture of the earth, what is it? It's literally just the, the, the earth and no stars. And by the way, there's no there's no airplanes, there's no ships, there's no satellites, no stars. What's going on? Why don't they have those pictures? Now, they would clearly, I think they would, you know, put this to rest if they would take a picture or not. No, no, not, not a picture. But if they would zoom in from the ISS, that supposedly it's up in space, and they would zoom in to a... Uh, what are those ships called? The like uh, the cruise ships, and you, they would zoom in and they would see the ship like sideways or even upside down, or airplanes flying sideways, or flying downwards or upwards. They don't show none of that. If the ISS has been there for so many years, why can't they do that? What's the big deal? The angle, the angle and color of shadows are inconsistent, and this suggests that artificial lights were used. So when you see pictures, I forgot his name. Armstrong was coming out of the of the shuttle or whatever that thing was. They're coming out. He's light up like there's a, a, a different light source. But yet the background of like the stairs or the ladder is like black. But he's all lit up. How does that make any sense? And, and it's funny because... <laughs> I've, when I was searching this up, there's they say, oh, this theory was debunked by Mythbusters. <laughs> really? So Mythbusters have the technology from, you know, from, from, from NASA? They have the same technology. I mean, obviously, I mean, because they never went to the moon. Oh, my goodness. What? Obviously, they're identical backgrounds in photos, which, according to their captions, were taken miles apart. And this suggests that a painted background was used. And if you see some of the backgrounds, they look exactly the same. And they supposedly they were they were miles away from each other, but they look the same. And there's one with the rover, and it looks the same. Uh, the number of photos taken is impossibly high, up to one photo per fifty seconds. Uh, the photos contain artifacts like the two seemingly matching seas on a rock and on the ground. These may be labeled studio props and if you see these pictures it's literally a c how can a how can a this rock have a c and it's like a perfect c too how how is that possible no one thinks to check up on these pictures 
all oh, they're like, oh, it's fine. You know, it's it's okay. The government wouldn't lie to us. Just like COVID? Come on, man. 9-11? Come on. That's what we got to do our own thinking. So when, so now we're going to talk about the uh, environment of the um, of the landing, of the moon landing. The first part was, you know, like photographic and film oddities, you know, so uh, you can check these out. You know, you can go online and ch- um, look at these videos. I mean, uh, pictures and you can make your own assumptions. You know, I'm not telling you just to believe what I'm saying, but you can go and do your own research. But it's funny because it's hard to find these these things out because, you know, everything's all algorithm being controlled by the government. And they're trying to censor again. You got to do your own research and it doesn't mean that you won't, you won't find it, but it just will take you a little bit more time. Okay. So now we're going to go to the environment. Uh, the astronauts could not have survived the, tr- the trip because of exposure of radiation from the vent, uh, Halen radiation belt and the galactic ambient radiation. All of a sudden, you know, they, they can go through the radiation and not just that their ship wasn't even suitable to, uh, withhold radiation and it's funny because even now they'll say oh no we uh, we can't go back because of the radiation it's like are you serious but well, i mean our technology has gone even better and i'll and i'll um do some audio of of scientists that say that we can't go back because they've lost the technology you have lost the most supposedly 1969 that marked the greatest history of all time. You've lost that technology. And people don't see nothing wrong with that. People don't challenge that. People don't question it. Okay. Uh, the film in the cameras would have been fogged by, by this radiation. Uh, the moon surface during the t- daytime is so hot that the camera film would have melted. The Apollo 16 crew could not have survived the big solar flare firing out when they were on their way on the moon. And the one that gets me the most, well, one of many, the flag placed on the surface of the astronauts fluttered despite there being no wind on the moon. This suggests that it was filmed on Earth and a breeze caused the flag to flutter. Now, if there's no air in space, it's a vacuum. Why is the flag moving? Why is the flag moving? It doesn't make any sense. And again, it's funny because... They say this theory was further debunked on the Mythbusters episode, NASA moon landing. Oh, we got to believe Mythbusters. They wouldn't lie to us. The footprints in in the moon dust are unexpectedly well-preserved despite the lack of moisture. What is going on with that? The alleged... Moon landing used either a soundstage or filmed outside in a remote desert with the astronauts either using harnesses or slow motion photography to make it look like they were on the moon. And it's very, it's very plausible. Why, why couldn't that happen? That could have happened really easy, really easy. That was the environment. Okay. So the environment, no air, the dust that was there. I mean, you were able to, you know, press and you leave a, you know, footprint, radiation, the the solar flare, the environment of being on the moon wouldn't be very comfortable because they supposedly the moon was hot too. 
I mean, I don't know how hot it would be, but I mean, if it's radiating its own light, don't you think it would be a little, a little hot? Let's go with the mechanical issues. The lunar modules made no blast craters or any sign of a dust scatter. Why is this so important? If the lunar module is landing and it has this blast on the bottom of it, but it creates no crater and it doesn't make any dust. I mean, not even on the on the legs of the module, there was any dust. I mean, it, it looked clean. It looked clean, but yet they could make a footprint and the module didn't make any kind of print that supposedly weighted so much. But yet someone that has zero gravity and it's bouncing on the moon somehow leads leaves footprints. How is that possible? The second stage of the, of the launch rocket and or the lunar module ascend stage made no visible flame. The lunar module weighted 17 tons and made no mark on the moon dust. Yet footprints can be seen beside them. The air, condi uh, the air uh, conditioning units that were part of, of the astronaut spacesuit could not have worked in an environment at no atmosphere. How would that work with no air? If there's no air in space, how can you make air? The cooling units can, could not work in a vacuum. Now, let's talk about the transmission. There should have been more than a two-second delay in communication between Earth and the moon at a distance of 400 kilometers. That's 250 miles. But yet, the president was able to have a, com a conversation. And, by the way, if you look at the pictures, the president is using a whole different phone. So what's going on? And it's, fu <laughs> it's funny that... These, at this time in 1969, they had great service. I mean, where was Verizon? Where was Sprint? AT&T, man. Where were they? Because if you can get phone calls from the moon and get no drop calls and no missed calls and you can listen to everything in just a two-second two delay, I mean, that's incredible. That's amazing. But yet, even in today, in 2020, we have calls that are dropped. We have bad service in certain places. But yet, the president of the United States was able to communicate 250,000 miles away on the moon. <laughs> Typical delay in communication were about 0 0.5 seconds. And... They had two seconds. The Park Observatory in Australia was billed to the world for weeks as a site that would be relying communications from the first moonwalk. However, five hours before transmission, they were told to stand down. Okay, that's a little weird. Park supposedly had the clearest video feed from the moon, but Australian media and all other known sources ran a live feed from the United States. Better signal was supposedly received at Park's observatory when the moon was on the opposite side of the planet. 
How does that make any sense? How does this make any sense? Let's talk about the missing data. Blueprints and design and development drawings of the machines involved are missing. Apollo 11 data tapes containing telemetry and the high quality video before its scan conversion from slow scan TV, standard TV of first moon walk are also missing. So all this stuff is missing, huh? It says others are looking for the missing telemetry tapes for different reasons. The tapes contain the original and highest quality video feed from the Apollo 11 landing. Some former Apollo personnel want to find the tapes uh, for posterity while NASA engineers looking towards future moon missions believe the tapes may be used for their design studies. In July 2009, NASA in indicated that it, that it must have erased the original Apollo 11 moon footage years ago so that it could be reused the tape. In December 2009, NASA NASA issued a final report on the Apollo 11 telemetry tapes. I just want to show, I, I want to, I need to connect my, uh, my phone on Bluetooth. Done. Hold up. Wait a minute. It's on. Roadcast the Pro. Okay. It's connected. Now I want to show you, I want to, well, let me not show you, but I want you guys to listen to these astronauts. So this is what I want you guys to hear. But we, uh, I'd go to the moon in a nanosecond. Uh, the problem is we don't have the technology to do that anymore. We used to, but we uh, destroyed that technology and it's a painful process to build it back again. It was all recorded on these telemetry tapes. So where is this hard evidence? I haven't uh, seen anything that indicates the telemetry data is even in existence. And as I said, even if we had it, we don't have the machines to play it back. So that was Gene Kranz, Apollo 11 flight director. And the first guy that we're listening to, his name was Don, Don Petit, a NASA astronaut. So you're telling me that even if you had this technology or this telemetry tapes you wouldn't have the technology to play it on no one can make it again that just sounds really dumb to me you have trillions of money and you can't pay someone to make a machine that can play this and let's see what else they have to say this is dr david williams you have a name for it yet I or are you calling it did we go did we go okay okay doesn't have it either. The Smithsonian right. doesn't have it. Right. Johnson doesn't right. have it. Right. We we have been unable to 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 track it down. I mean, we don't know uh, where this this telemetry data ended up. And they went into this uh, this room that has all a bunch of all uh, telemetry tapes, but those one specific items they can't find. And we don't know the what what path it may have taken. So. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm afraid I can't really give you much of a clue as to as to where this data ended up and whether it, it still exists or NASA not. NASA admitted that it had lost, lost the original footage of man's first steps on the moon. NASA has lost all the original Apollo moon landing footage and telemetry data. So to, to try and verify the original footage or the data that's in the, the 
um, modules that supposedly went to and from the moon, you can't check those now. So there's no physical confirmable evidence that they were anywhere but a sound studio. Yeah, I believe that the guy that was speaking last it was Eric Dubai or Dubai. And so, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense, you know. Uh, and, and I believe that they didn't have these pictures be, or these, uh, you know, tapes because people would be able to go back and actually see uh, the full videos and actually see what what was really going on. You know, because, again, like when you see the videos or, or the the pictures, different uh, lights don't make any sense. And then some of the gloves that uh, Aldrin was wearing were white with antennas, no wrist stripe, high boots. The other one all of a sudden had dark gray gloves, no antenna, no wrist stripe and high boots. The other one had dark, dark gray gloves antenna black white stripes and high boots the other one had white gloves no antenna right wrist not seen no high boots dark gray gloves no antenna possibly thin wrist stripes high boots and the last one dark gray gloves antenna possibly wrist stripes and high boots so these are six pictures of the same person and he has different types of gloves and an antenna and wrist stripes. But yet no one questioned this. And somehow they can come out and say, oh, well, you know what? Myth, Mythbusters actually came out and debunked it. That's not really what's going on. <laughs> okay, I must be blinded. My, my bad. My apologies. I, uh, you know, I don't know what I was thinking. And then in one of the pictures, it shows uh, an uh, Australian researcher, Bill Dines, spotted an odd reflection in the Apollo 12 helmet and thought it might be a light lighting technician's spotlight above suspended from overhead. Looks very similar. And yeah, it looks very similar to, you know, like those uh, high tech lights. Um, you know, that kind of open and close, you know, uh, has four corners and yeah, it looks, it, it looks like it one zoomed in. And again, with the whole dusting, you know, 10,000 pounds of, of landing mo module, but no dust, no, no, uh, no print, no nothing, but yet a footprint of an astronaut. I mean, it looked like it went down like an, like an inch, half an inch, but yet nothing on the, on the module. And no dust on top of the of the module, you know, the, the legs, nothing. Look at the picture that, what's his name, one of the astronauts came out. And you put it on, when you saturate, saturate it, it looks like the earth was put on, on, on the, uh, on this picture. You know, so you can see all the, all this stuff in the images. When, ed when editing the, the, the levels of, of color and stuff like that. What's going on? But yet, there's none of this makes sense. It just doesn't make any sense. But yet, people still believe to this day that we went to the moon. That there's no reason, there's no reason for the government to lie to us. Yeah, we should believe one hundred percent. You know that the moon landing is real. The government wouldn't lie to us. What do you guys think? 
Do you guys think that we really landed on the moon? Do you guys think that? And 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 it's funny because if we've gone from a from we've gone to a certain point in 2020, our technology has evolved tremendously. And it's funny. It's really funny because I forgot what that moon landing was from uh, the guy from Tesla, Elon Musk. Elon Musk Space X. It is hilarious the type of suits that these astronauts were wearing. They were so... Like, they didn't look, like, protective. They didn't look, you know, sealed enough. They didn't, they just looked like, you know, regular clothes just looked a little bit futuristic. Uh, And, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it looked, I don't know, it just looked unreal. And, and it's funny because when it landed, When it landed, okay, it never showed it landing. It supposedly had a a delay or it, like, lost connection, and then all of a sudden, it was on there. How can you believe this? Like, you don't find it like a, a coincidence. What do you say? How do you say it? A coincidence? Uh, SpaceX... When it was la- supposedly landing, it lost uh, footage. And when it came back, it was on there already. And people don't find that to be a little, a, just a tad bit weird. And you, and why is it wrong to question this? All these different things. And don't you ever find it odd that when the space shuttle is going up, It never really shows it going like the camera view, like forward. It's always in the back. Why is that? And why is it that the spaceship always goes goes towards the ocean? Why? I mean, these are questions that we need to ask. And we just can't be just because it's on TV does not mean it's true. What is their agenda behind this? What are they trying to distract us from? You know, even right now with this whole, you know, Black Lives Matter movement, with this whole race war, it's ridiculous. Instead of fighting each other, we need to come as one and move together as one. Because if if they're trying to divide us, it's literally easier to pick us off. You know, it's like that movie, was it A Bug's Life or Ants? Uh, I'm going to say a bug's life. You know, even the, what was he, a grasshopper? Or a cricket? No, it was a grasshopper. One of those two. And he says, you know, we have to keep them divided because together they're strong. The ants, they can over, uh, they can overrun us. They can kill us. But if we give, but if we're, but if we keep them divided, we can beat them. I mean, and it's true in everything that you do. If you try to divide us, you know, every person has a point, their, their point of view here, 
this person have their point of view and they can never come together and and accept what's right and it just makes division and it's funny because people that make division blame it on the other person man i got i got to uh share <laughs> share this me because it was kind of priceless it was really priceless summer taylor a non-binary black lives matter activist who was hit by a car while protesting on the i-5 freeway in seattle has died did we that wit or do you wait do that wit i don't know uh khalid who is black that was the person that was in the car and ran over these two people uh who is black is accused of being the driver and was arrested and a, and a person <laughs> a person commented and said let him go free that is what she would have wanted the irony oh the irony is priceless oh my goodness this was uh oh. <laughs> i like this so much and uh and i mean of course i mean it's you know, I'm I'm not laughing because, you know, someone died. I'm just laughing because of the of the content. You know? Uh I mean obviously it's sad when, when anyone dies. You know, I, I mean I don't care if you're white or black or gray or yellow or purple. I mean it's it's sad thing. You know, it is it's a very sad thing. We need to be able to be able to talk about these things without getting upset. You know, if you if you believe that the you know we didn't land on the moon, okay, let's talk about it. Why is it that that you believe that? And let me tell you, you know, and let the other person tell you why they feel like they did land on them. And at the end of the day, let it be okay. You know, these things are not for us to fight over and 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 not be friends anymore and and start fighting with each other. That's not the point of all this. You know, the point of this is to for someone to do their own research, to actually look at the, you know, the facts, the, the facts that are presented and making your own conclusion. But with the facts, not just because someone told me, but because you're actually looking at the facts, you're actually looking into that uh, information that you're actually, um, you know, scrutinizing the uh, the evidence that's being shown in front of you but this isn't something for us to fight about or or anything like that you know it just shows you know for me for me personally it shows that we are in a in a enclosed system that nothing can come in and nothing can come out that if god didn't want people to reach a certain level then why would god allow it to now all of a sudden be able to be reached why for me as a person that believes in the word of god it doesn't make any sense to me you know but people will believe that we did land on the moon and the reason why i believe in this is because i know that what's in here is true i believe it and i believe all these things that are happening right now are prophecies that are in in 
in scripture. Now, let me tell you this quick story because this is this is amazing. I went to uh, uh, one of my friend's house and I grabbed them. You know, I, I got him a Bible. I gave it to him, you know, and we were talking and, you know, about, you know, about all these different conspiracies and, you know, the riots and the COVID and the mask and, uh, you know, the BLM and, uh, you know, uh, the cabal, uh, the Clintons, you know, Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, everything. We we're just talking about everything. And, uh, so I gave him the Bible and, you know, we were talking about, you know, the Bible too in scripture and stuff like that. And right before I left, I wanted to tell him something and I felt in my heart to, to tell him, you know? So I, I told him like, Hey, you know what? Um, I just want to let you know, bro. Uh, once you start searching the scriptures, once you're trying to get close to God, once you're trying to uh, better your life, and once you're trying to make it to heaven, there's going to be certain things that are going to come your way that might want to discourage you, that might want to bring you down. And when I t what I told them was, you know, what I believe is that those can be spiritual, demonic uh things that don't want us to make it to heaven because there's a spiritual warfare going on there's a spiritual warfare of heaven and hell angels and demons and we need to understand that the power of god the power in the name of jesus is way stronger and more powerful than than any of these demons Okay, so so I just told him, you know, just be careful, bro, you know, uh, but, you know, just make sure that you're just reading your, your, you know, your Bible and stuff like that. This was maybe like a week ago. Today, we, we meet up for brunch and. And then he, he was telling me, he's like, bro, you're not going to believe what happened when you gave me the Bible that night. I'm like, what well, what happened, bro? Like, like you know, I, I didn't really think you know it was gonna be something crazy, you know. And so, what he tells me is, he opened the box because I gave him a box, and and, and the Bible was inside the box. And he takes the Bible, and he leaves the box in the middle of the table. And he goes into the room and he starts reading a little bit. And his uh, his girlfriend is in the living room. Or somewhere closer to the living room. And she started telling me that she had the box in between like uh, her backpack and her books or something like that. And it was like in the middle of the table. And there was chairs around stuff too, and so she tells me that the uh, her her cat was hissing, and that she'd never hissed like that before, or that she's not a hissler, and that she saw her dog, and her dog had you know you know when they start growling you know they have that hair 
they stick out in the back of their of their back and so right when that happened she saw that box fly off the table and i looked at my friend i was like no no way are you serious man that 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 really happened he's like yeah man that that happened and and i looked at him and i and i told him and i was like bro do you remember that i told you to be careful he's like yeah i know and i was like but you know what let that be an evidence that you wanting to know god is evidence that you should keep seeking god because if there's spiritual demons that are trying to take you away from god and they're doing this because they're mad or upset or or whatever that's evidence and you should be like you know what <laughs> okay that happened i'm not going to get scared i'm actually going to do the opposite of that and keep seeking god that's amazing that's why i believe in scripture that's why i believe in the word because there's evidence that proves that this is true that the word of god is true you know and the uh bible talks about putting the armor of god and what are what is that that armor well we have to put our helmet of salvation we have to put our breastplate of righteousness we have to have the sword of the spirit which is you know the the word the holy bible and we have to have our shield of faith and we need to have the belt of truth and the shoes of peace so we need to have all these things because we are fighting a spiritual battle and i hope that uh you know you know i i hope i, I can i can encourage you guys and and, you know, and, and like I said, I, I love talking about conspiracies and and um, and thing, you know, things like that, because it just for me, it proves that there is a God, you know. And so I hope that uh, little by little, if you guys have any you know questions or comments, you guys can, you know, hit me up on my Instagram on Theology High podcast. And yeah, man, I. I I just hope that you guys can, you know, find some kind of peace in in what I'm saying and some encouragement of what I'm saying. And I hope that you guys are having a, a beautiful day. And I hope that you guys enjoy your 4th of July here in, here in the U.S. And my friends that are actually listening that are not from the U.S., I appreciate you guys. Uh, I, I, I don't know what you guys did on 4th of July. Uh, and let me know what you guys did. You know, hit me up, uh, DM me, and uh, and my website, it is coming up. Sorry that it's taking a little longer, but it, it is coming up, and I appreciate every single one of you guys for, you know, just joining me today and for just giving me some time of your of your day, and I hope that this can be a blessing to your life, and I, and I enjoy this, and I hope that you guys, you know, 
give me a chance to continue to be a part of you guys' life. And again, I, I appreciate you guys. And uh, I couldn't do this without you guys. So thank you. Appreciate it. God bless you guys. And we'll see you guys on the next one.